1: Of the field of 68 after dark. My name is Rob Doster. We are presented by our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. I have with me today Jeff Goodman Stadium Insider. I have with me today Fox Sports. Doug Gottlieb, I have with me today, now I guess like ESPN's Randolph Childress. I don't know if he's too big time for us on here now, but we got him with us today. Uh, And our plan was, fellas, to talk about nothing but hot seat, nothing but coaching changes, nothing about the potential carousel, because it's the second day of the season. The only game that I have on my TV that I can watch is Georgetown and Coppin State. Horrible slate of games today. But then what happened was Ryder almost went in to, uh, I'm going to call it the dunk. It's always going to be the dunk. It's never not going to be the dunk. But they went into the dunk and almost picked off Providence. They were up by 10 at halftime. On the final possession, Doug, I don't even know if you saw this, Ryder came down. A guy was going full steam, had a lane to the basket, and he tripped over his own feet or a puddle on the – The court or something. I hate to lie. Turnover. Providence goes the other way, and they win 66 to 65. Goodman, the luck continues. The luck never ends. They could change the name of the building, but it will never not be the luckiest place on earth. The Friars. Shout out to them, man. I love it. Lean all the way into it, guys.
2: That's right. The luckiest team on the planet. In any sport, at any level, (laughs) the Providence Friars, (laughs) baby. I mean, when do you get a player tripping over his own feet with a chance to beat you on the final play. I mean, they, they find new ways to win close games. Last year, this year, it doesn't matter. Eddie Cooley, smile,
3: baby, smile. I got a question for Randolph. Oh, here we go. No, no, this is a real question. Uh, worst way in which you've lost a game? We all have our war stories over, like, like I remember my dad, like, he used to teach press breaker and he was he was big on not only obviously not being behind the backboard, but like making sure like if you're in an arena, like you don't hit the scoreboard. And he's like he would told the story once when he's at Jacksonville, kid threw a long pass, hit the scoreboard, lost the game because of it. Everybody I have a, I have a, a what I think is a great, although devastating loss story. Randolph, worst way in which you've lost a game.
4: Uh we're up. I can't think of who it was. I remember the play. I don't even want to embarrass the kid. And Wake. all we got to do is get the ball inbounds. We're up one. You're awake? We're wait. We're home. And this is a game we should win. I mean, we're playing – I think it's – I want to say it might be – never mind, I won't even say. But it's good school. All we got to do is inbound the ball. You get fouled. You go down make the free throws. We put a guy in the game. He goes in. He's a really good shooter. He goes in instead of – you know how guys – try to anticipate the foul they want to bend over and do it and just get the foul he decides he panics and they're in a diamond press and they're rotating he tries to throw the ball back into the inbound but he passes it to them they lay it up it's three seconds left and we lose we thought he was just going to hold it all he had to do was hold it and he was going hold get the ball. The foul. he's just gonna get fouled and go down and then it's a three second we're up three whatever he literally panics does I mean I'm talking a hopper and throws it back toward the rim. They steal it, lay it up, and we lose. That was just like, you know, you, you just look at him and you're like, man, you're that scared. We can't put you back in the game like ever <laughs> again. Like
3: just go sit down. 1998. Um I think it was around. It was December because we had just dispatched of TCU, who was ranked, and they were going out saturday to play at the then pond like you know how rob you you call i'm, I'm always going to call provinces arena the dunk uh it's the honda center now but it's always the pond pond of arrow uh, of anaheim right we're going to play ucla in the wooden classic we're playing florida atlantic who the year before i think won four games and the year in question won five or six games and we had an 81 game non-conference home winning streak and we were good and we were this is my junior year and we were preseason top 10 we were very good but we only had four eligible guards and they played they played five like their two biggest guys were like six four six five and they just ran a little flex and then end the shot clock go one four flat and whoever our center our bigs were guarding they went iso and we just couldn't put them away i got a bad t it was it was just it was, everything was bad but we fought our way back we tied the game and we have the, they have the ball with, like, I'm going to say a minute and ten left. right? This is the old, I think, 45-second shot clock days, right, 1998. So it gets down to, like, seven on the clock. They feed the post, and our one big guy, our center, Alex Weber, who's defending the post, it's a bounce pass, kicks it. So it resets the clock, resets all the way. Now we got to go play defense again. You get it in, they hold it, hold it, hold it. They take a terrible shot, and my two-guard, Joe Atkins, who was – Honorable mention, All-American his senior year, and a very good passer. Um, he gets the rebound. Now, I'm out ahead of him looking for the outlet. There's like three seconds to go in the game. And I have 18 assists in the game. So, you know, to me, it's like, hey, give me the ball. I will get it to where it needs to go. Maybe it's five seconds. I don't know. Instead, Joe, and he he's a very good passer. Now, like his senior year, he averaged four assists a game. So it's not like he's a black hole. But he looks at me, and instead he pushes the ball ahead. And one of their players is trying to run back on defense. And like tonight, he trips over his own feet. Joe is looking up the court to who to throw to dribbles, the ball off the player who fell down's feet, The guy who missed the crazy erratic shot and fell into the stands. So it was five on four. Like we're going to get a wide open shot. He like jumps up and he's right underneath the hoop and the ball rolls to him. He picks it up and lays it in. And we lose the Florida Atlantic. <laughs>
1: I got one for you. It's not the same level. Like, we're not talking about ACC or Pac-12. It's okay. It's the, it's the same family. My, my sophomore year in high school.
3: High school. is uh, give, give me the names. Uh,
1: North Haven High School, playing Guilford High School, a little bit of a rivalry. Sure. Um, we're playing at Guilford. There's uh, 0.1 seconds left on the clock. I'll never forget the kid's name. His name was Brian Darcy. Uh, ball gets in about to him. He catches it, lays it in bucket we're down by one makes it we win everyone celebrates we sit there we wait the refs congregate on the court they rule the basket good we go to the locker room we shower up we change we get on the bus when we're on the bus getting ready to leave the refs come on and tell us that uh the basket has been waved off it didn't count and we ended up losing the game so we Aww. had to yeah so the, our coach went completely ballistic he like challenged it we did everything appealed to whatever you can do at the high school ranks and they were like yeah it doesn't count what can we do they changed their minds and we ended up losing that game that we uh, we we had thought that we had won. Doesn't get much worse everybody, than that.
3: Everybody you, got, that's why this is the greatest sport. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a story, and everyone you can top. You know, yours is better than mine. You know, Randolph. The, the is best bad, thing
2: bad. is, hey, the best thing is, RC protected his guy Gottlieb through. His- <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> Joe's my guy, man. He'd be like, man, you would have you would have got fouled and missed free throws anyway.
1: Yeah, he stuff. Anyway, let's before, get before we do, Come Trevor, on. bring up the shirt. We talked about the luckiest team in America. Yeah. Uh, we're having this conversation about the worst way to lose because Providence just won for Ryder, who suffered one of the worst ways that they can lose. Trevor, I hope you're showing that shirt right now. Friars, luckiest team in the world. Embrace it. I am buying one of those. I will wear it. I am going to give one to Ed Kuhn. I'm going to go to Providence <laughs> wearing it. Goodman's going to have one. We're giving one to John Fanta. Everyone's can getting one. Can we get
2: up. one They're- to me? I'm going. I think I'm going to Providence. Uh, Saturday night, in fact, can we get can we rush a shipping to, to meet for that shirt?
1: Yes, yeah, right. done. Greg Let's Waddell, done. I don't know if he's listening to this, but get it done, make it happen. All right. So, we, uh, I mentioned that we're watching. Uh, Coppin State and Georgetown. Coppin State is actually leading Georgetown in the second half. It's 45-44, to which is a perfect segue for us to get into the conversation about the hot seat. The biggest name on the hot seat is the biggest man on the hot seat, none other than Patrick Ewing, Georgetown legend who has not had the success uh, that you would expect for a Georgetown coach. Winless in the Big East last year. I don't believe that's ever happened before. Uh, Not starting off this season great. So, Doug, I'm going to go to you first on this one. How, if you are Georgetown, do you ever even consider firing a guy that is a legend the way that Patrick Ewing is a legend?
3: Yes, you have to. You have to. I mean, doesn't mean. I want to know how him. you do
2: it, Doug. I want to know what you do. If you're the well, athletic be- director, how do you handle this though?
3: If you have to fire Patrick Ewing. I mean, I just think you have one. You have to go to some of the former players that I'm sure had his back. And, yeah. you know, I mean, they lose the Coppin state. The story kind of tells itself. You finish you know in the bottom couple in the big east the story tells itself I and mean, that's an incredibly proud program i mean you know of mm-hmm. the moments in my life you know like i told you i grew up watching the big east but of the moments in my life that are the biggest games like people i i obviously played oklahoma state for 3 years but we played georgetown on big monday okay and they had like five pros and allen iverson had 26 but you know that was back when he's bubba chuck and they had victor page victor page jahidi white play yeah uh junkyard dog on the point you talk about um we're uh, randolph was talking about the point the diamond press junkyard dog was pointed the diamond press othello harrington oh yeah like they had dudes yeah and they would and they would come up and the first play of every game you know you'd throw the ball you'd pass and you'd go to you know screen away or whatever and every one of them would come and forearm shiver you and thump you. And like, now you're playing Georgetown, bitch. That's what right. they'd say, right? You're like, oh, all right. And it was on. And they just don't have, they have no swag. They have no nothing to them. It's a really hard job. But they why is it a more.
2: really hard job? Okay, that's, that's my big question. Because
3: no one who's alive, nobody who's playing was alive to remember when Georgetown was Georgetown.
2: I get it. But man, you know how many players are in that area? Have you been to their practice facility? The only downside of Georgetown... Is that the actual arena is, is hard to get to? Other than that, That's the only downside. Well, that's the well, here. Downside. Here, look, I yes, lived, I lived, I job. lived in DC
1: for ten years. Good man, I lived in DC for ten years, and you could see it right now on TV. The biggest issue that Georgetown has is that they play in an NBA arena that is really, really difficult. It's it's hard if you're a Georgetown student. It's hard to get there, especially when you have a seven o'clock tip. If you win, the traffic if in you're the winning, area. they'll get there. Yeah,
2: that's but, what But
1: here, but the pro- yeah, but the problem is they're not winning right now so how do you build that when it's you can't turn your home court into a fortress and even when they get a lot of people there right even let's say that they get 13,000 people there which is not bad for a big east game that is a 20,000 seat arena it feels empty it looks it's UCLA
3: empty. football this is look that job is UCLA football it looks really really appetizing and then you're like, I disagree. RC, agree. RC, I want I, your take I don't on this, agree man. You're a DMV I, I, I guy. I think there's so much pride
4: and there's so many people in the area. There's so much talent in that area. Right. Uh, the reasons why I think the bigger question is if this doesn't work with Pat and it's not going well, let's, let's be honest. If it after an 0 and 20 year, you know, in the league last year, 0, 0 and 18 yeah. uh, last year, not many people recover from that. And I thought, you know, I, I was on record of saying, I thought he deserved to come back. I thought he deserved, he had earned it. He he started that program.
2: That's fine. How I do know.
4: you do it? How do you do it? Now I think it's time, maybe at the end of the year, I think he may step down himself and just say, yeah. hey, you know what, it's not working, would be the way I would imagine. He can't, you know, how much time would he expect, you know, at this rate, particularly if they're struggling with Coppin State. He's not getting the players to stay there. They're not coming there. The bigger the bigger question I have is, what does administration do next? Yeah. Because he was the last John Thompson guy that they could give that job to, and so now what do you do? And because as great as all these alums that we're talking about, the connections, the Bubba Chuck, and anybody else, that's that's the allegiance. So who who, who comes in? Who gets that job?
2: It's funny because I feel like if Patrick Ewing had come along today and got the job this year with NIL and had a chance to – like Mike Woodson, Juwan Howard, Penny Hardaway are all going to be successful now because they can sell the two most important things to kids, right? NIL, they all have NIL, all three of those. Michigan still getting it at a high level, but you know Memphis has it. Indiana has it, and if Georgetown could get that, you could sell NIL and NBA, and those are the two things that every kid wants right now, so to me, I almost feel like Patrick came along maybe at the wrong time a little bit, and again, my my knock on most of these guys is they don't know how to grind like you need to grind in the college game, ultimately. Are they working... Patrick Ewing is what, 100 million probably in his bank account? Whatever it is, whatever the number is, it's not like his livelihood depends on this. It's not like him making 3 million is going to change his lifestyle, like a lot of these other dudes that got in the industry and were happy to get a paycheck for 25 grand when they got in. So, listen, Patrick Ewing, to me, he's had his opportunity. It hasn't worked, and R.C., I would have, and this I said it last time. I would open the bank for Ed Cooley. I don't know if he'd do it. I don't know if he'd do it. Why, 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 why would he? Why would
3: he do that? Because of the proximity to players. It's a better I mean, job. Because,
2: it's a way better job. Way better. It's mm. a way better job. Listen, Come listen. Off. He had
3: one. He's had one good year of Providence, right? One really good year last year. It
2: been to the tournament. Have you looked at what previous no, Providence? No, 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 no. I, he had
3: one. He had one. Yes. Great. Year, great year for problems. Yes. Right. And he is uh, he would never be fired. OK, I, I, why would you go to why would you go to Georgetown? Because there's more players close. I don't know if there is if you consider the prep school aspect of it. OK, I, I do think schools can, are not what they used to be. They're not. I know, but yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't think you do. I, I I, don't think that's the way you do. Like, look, he actually did a good job. They had a they had a good base with a Kinjo. And Mac McClung, they just they had kids that got in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then they couldn't keep, those two couldn't get along. And he couldn't coach him.
1: Was it, so, was that, the, that was the COVID year, right? Was was that the, the year that, uh, I went uh,
3: out of it for COVID? When, but the year was, when in the
1: garden? that was doing COVID.
3: I was doing COVID.
1: When was the, the year that they played in no, the Matt garden?
3: McClung's when, been gone for,
1: yeah, when they had, they had Akinjo, they had Mac McClung, they had the kid that transferred to the, the offseason to LSU. I like think they had the Omar seven
3: before,
2: yeah. Who I think it was, before, yeah, was, think they, it was
1: 2019 because I'm pretty sure it was the like the Zion. The, it was the
4: middle of the pandemic. Well, so- the reason I can tell you is because Forbes had just gotten a job at Wake and had knew the family and the kid, and it was first year, and it was the middle of so it's the middle of the pandemic. And
2: I can assure you that just the Listen, timing, whatever the case, like we can it. argue all we want. Patrick Young is not getting it done there. He does not appear to no. be the answer there. To me, you you made him shake up his staff last offseason. He did that. He brought in Kevin Nickelberry, who brought in Brandon Murray, who's a stud, right? Brandon Murray's a stud. Probably will be an NBA player. So there's no excuse now. If Patrick Ewing doesn't get it done this year, he should go in to the AD and say, "You know what? You gave me the chance. It didn't work. Thanks. I'm out, and I'll help you in any way I can." Get the next. Let me let me let me put
1: this to you guys real quick. Let me put this to you guys. What is what is your yeah, yeah. threshold for working for Georgetown right. this That's year? Because considering right. considering that they went zero eighteen last year, let's say that this group goes seven and eleven in the Big East. They might struggle with a Coppin State first game of the year, a whole bunch of new faces, right? Assume, yeah. Let's let's just say that they find a way to win this game because I think it's fair to assume they're going to find a way to win this game, um, and they end up getting like eighteen wins. They go seven and eleven. In the big east, they win a game or two in the big east tournament, right? Like they're not not horrible, they're in games. It's they're, they're decent enough. Bring everybody back. You have a chance to, to improve the next year. Is that enough for you to keep them around for another year? Because I think that if if it's package, I
3: think you that's seven. enough because I don't know seven in that league?
4: That's enough think. for this year. But again, I think there need to be vast improvements. That that trend needs
2: to continue. Mm-hmm.
4: Would be the stipulation, I think, that they would probably what are you have saying they're going?
2: What are you saying they're going this year? I don't know. Like 18 seven, wins, 17, so be like, 18 wins. like yeah, that'll good. put
4: them a winning record. That'll be a winning record, seven or eight wins in the big east. NIT. Um,
2: NIT or no? That, yeah, 18 wins Yeah, probably like right. Get them in, right there, right?
1: good enough. Like on, NIT, on the you Give them another year. Absolutely. Give them a year.
2: I think you wow. give them a year at that wow. point. Hey, goodman, good
1: think think about a typical St. John's basketball season. <laughs> like that, like one of those where they're they're okay. Like they might get a big win, but everybody just knows they're not good enough.
2: I think Georgetown again. Dart's going to push back because they've. Sucked I'm just so slandering a the out. entire. They're big a top big twenty big job. Georgetown is a top twenty ish job Stop. to me. In no, it's
3: country. not.
4: What it, is it rank in the Big East? I mean, Doug. I mean, uh, what, what do you think? What What is it, Georgetown uh, does Georgetown ranking in the Big in East? Terms
3: of, well, I mean, this is a hard one. Okay, because. I don't know what to, I don't know where, how to view Nova right now. Because when Jay was a better job, you got to put Nova ahead of him right now. Jeff, can can I like the great thing? Like, let's just talk this thing out for a second. Okay. Nova with Jay Wright is one of the five, six best programs in America. Right now, like Nova, in terms of quality job, they have a new arena. They have all the facilities you want. They also have the expectations of what's happened with Jay makes it a harder job. Um, I would say UConn's a better job. Um it has its challenges, but I think UConn's a better job. I think Nova's a better job. Um Creighton's different. No. I mean it's just such a different job. Yeah, it's stop. it's not a better stop. job. No, right. no, 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 it's Randolph not a said job. It. Stop. It, well You're reaching so
4: for Creighton now. Now no. 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 Creighton's right. not a better job. Right.
3: Well, what what Recruiting is not have? Recruiting is base. That's, that's it's well, hold on. It's about proximity to talent. Oh, well, I, I mean, all of the above. A big, a big Well, and all of the above. Okay, you have a better arena, better fan base. On you have a you have a good facility. It's all about basketball. Multiple coaches have won. They Creighton has one. And Grant, I'm surprised as anybody that they're this good in the Big East. Yeah. But they've through the last several coach. They've been good through several coaches. Like that's a big time program. So. I understand the, the difference is that, like you said, the proximity to town. Okay. But I don't know. I don't, I'm not from there. I don't know if kids wake up dreaming of playing for Georgetown. They used to. They used to. Okay. Not the other anymore. part though is, the other part though is this. It's also the way in which they should kill it is bounce back recruits. All those kids go wherever. Hey man, good luck to you. And then we get you when you're older. Cause even now when you're recruiting, well, it's really hard to win with kids. Right, and I understand that would refresh the life of the program. But we know the reality of it is: you play young kids; they don't win. Half of them leave anyway. Um, Saint John, I think it's a better program. Saint John's, uh, I just do. Uh, it's better than Providence in terms on paper. I mean, the
2: other one you you could actually maybe maybe make a case for is Marquette. They, Mark. Marquette. I was gonna, I was going to say Marquette. Yeah, I was going to say Marquette.
3: Xavier's a big Xavier's. I was just at Xavier. Like Xavier.
2: Again, years. Georgetown to me is three. No worse than thirty. It, it, no yeah, it, it
4: can't be. It can't be any lower than that. I mean, you're talking about a major city that you want that that anybody, any young kid you walk you around in right, that right. you can do so much in. I mean, access to that, getting in and out, travel wise. The only knock that you can have on Georgetown is the arena thing. That's the yeah. only knock. I mean, they, the practice facility they have it. It's just that you know the home court. Advantage How
2: hard is of the school? The How hard is the school? You That's can get anybody in. Yeah, you can
3: get guys in. Can they? Yes. Can you keep them in?
2: Yeah, I mean it's a little yes. bit harder to keep them in, but you can get you can get dudes in, and you could yes you can find ways from what get, I was told Get talking. dudes
4: in and keep dudes in. Do we realize the players that John Thompson built this program on? We talk about <laughs> keeping them in. Like, right, thank like, you. Come on, God. Thank you, Keeping R- them, you. them in. <laughs> keeping them in. I understand, <laughs> but the world was...
3: But, 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 like, but listen, R-C, Come on, R-C, Doug. R-C, you world, to know that The one. world was so different then.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
3: True. The world, world is right. so True. different then. True. And and they I, I, get it. I, I they need momentum. They need some
2: momentum. Yeah. I, I thought no they momentum. had it even getting in the NCAA. I mean, they got lucky as hell getting in the NCAA tournament a couple yeah. of years ago. Well,
1: that's that's why True. I said that's why I said if you're if you're competitive in the biggies, if you're not 0-18, if you're winning some games, if you're yeah. losing some close games that could get you kind of at least in the conversation in the NIT, I think that you probably find a way um to keep him around. If he wins
3: I seven just, games in the Big East, he'll be employed next year by Georgetown. I mean, think the
4: hardest year. thing that people underestimate is that when you take in, in, in any job, it, you gotta you gotta hit it early. It's hard to try to do it and sustain okay. it on the back end because by then people are kind of just they think it's like a fluke. Yeah.
1: Once it, you're it, on the fl- like once you're flip. on the hot seat, you never get off the hot you seat. Never get you're, off always, of it. you're always
2: just one constant, bad season just away. waiting for you now. Bob to Painter come back. was on the hot seat. He got off. I, I'll yeah. give you
3: I'll give you the best example of that. Jim Herrick, you know, yeah. when when they won the national championship in 95, if Tyus didn't make that layup, he'd get fired <laughs> and he won the national championship. And remember, they got him a couple years later, like yep. they were always after her yep. and they got him. So you're right. Once you're on the hot seat, it's really, really hard to get it.
1: Yeah, I just I, I want to make one point real quick. I want to push back on you a little bit, Goodman, with Ed Cooley. I think that you can have a conversation about whether or not a job in a vacuum is a better job, right? And I think that we can all agree that Georgetown, in a vacuum, is probably a better job for all the reasons we mentioned uh, than Providence is. But I would make a very strong argument that Providence is a significantly better job for Ed Cooley than going to Georgetown would be.
2: Well, I, I don't think it, he's going to get a. Cabinet.
1: I don't think he's going to get a, a big enough pay raise. I think that um, he can make the money he needs to make living in Providence. The cost of living is going to be much lower than what it is in dc he's never getting fired there right like you can he had he's he's been there for 11 years he had one like really good season and now he's got a lifetime contract more or less right the dunk is saying, always going to be an insane i you they change. got the practice
2: facility like no you're you're right goodman you're right i understand what you're saying but one if good i'm one year he went to the tournament uh 5 straight years give me the last providence coach to do that I mean, it wasn't just he one. I it's been a long time. I'm get. not saying Look, he's leaving good coach. For okay. for for first
3: here's week. here's da- here's here's Rob's point, and I agree with it. That and and there's a there's a the jobs have to fit the guy. Yes, right. They have to fit the person, and you have to have a plan for that specific job. And and I don't know how you can say that Georgetown doesn't fit Ed Cooley. No, I I think think it does. Fits him as well anybody
1: good else. Good man. The what we're saying is. What I we're saying know, is, if you're Georgetown, you pick up the phone and you call Ed Cooley. Yes. If Ed Cooley gets on the Zoom and he's like, "Should I take the Georgetown job?" All of us should be saying, "No, no, bro. like stay where you're at." No. Like, like, enjoy. I, yeah, like, yeah, I would he,
2: say the opposite. That I would tell him, abs- RC, back me up here." No, I agree. Can, I would. You would, can would go to a three. Final Four. You're capped out at Providence. Going to a Sweet Sixteen at Georgetown, the ceiling is a Final Four. And I know national titles was a long time ago, but JT three did go to a, a final four, by the way,
1: one, they've been to one final four. They've been to one final four in 35 years. Yeah, you can do it. You know, oh who's been God. to final, one final four. So has Loyola Chicago George Loyola Chicago, Better. George Mason, like are we George George Mason? It's got the DMV. If you it's guys got this NIL, really believe Providence is a better is job than Henry.
2: Georgetown? Hold no,
1: that's we're not saying that. What we're saying I is would, that if you're Ed Cooley, like, actually, do would, like
3: do not leave Providence. Like do not do not leave where they love
1: you, man. Don't go. Don't leave where they love you to try to rebuild a program. By the way, they're down sixty-one fifty-eight to Coppin State in the at the under-eight. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna leave Providence where they love you, where they sing Taylor Swift to you at every TV timeout to hold, go, hold, hold like on, compensate in front Here, of 20, the there's of, more on. people watching this right now than there are in the Verizon center watching Georgetown basketball here's an <laughs> important part that is all jeff. I'm going to say
3: r c yes. and jeff here's an important part about providence okay providence is everything to that to that er, to that city to that town okay pc basketball there's what do you got in providence you got the mafia uh, the hill and you got and you got providence basketball that's it right that's it so in and in this day and age if Ed Ed Cooley has that thing wired, part of the the reason the, the great thing about being there eleven years and being from there is, if you he's done a good job of signing kids. But there's like two waves to signing kids. You got to sign kid, then you got to come through with the NIL, right? And then it's the same thing in terms of the portal. You got to get a kid to want to come, then you kind of get through with with the NIL. Now I don't know does Georgetown have the wherewithal to reach out to former NBA players? Sure, but to this point, with with Patrick freaking Ewing as their coach, they haven't been able to crack the code for the most part. On uh, on well, maybe he was the wrong hire. But but again, I I understand he well, already he has it wired. He already has it wired. You already have it wired. You don't want to go and rewire something else. Yes, Why? That,
1: that, thats all I'm that saying. Don't, don't want that, now
3: I have to go and meet and introduce, and I have no sweat equity with these people. Whereas the Providence people, he literally walks on water, so he says. So if he I goes, to he's down, goes, had that already. Maybe I can get this. I can get this kid. I need fifty large. Doug, Doug Maybe
2: maybe he's now, saying to himself, you know what. I tap this shit out at Providence. I can't do any more. The expectations are so high for me now. He makes $3 million. What
3: What expectations? He makes $3 million. He's got a beautiful (laughs) house. He goes and plays golf in Fairfield whenever he wants. I'm just telling you, Ed Cooley, I think he knows what happy is, and he's found happy.
1: Yeah, that I mean, that's the, the key to me. that's the key to me. Yeah. Like, if that's but that's if, not if the, George...
4: that wasn't the
3: debate, yeah, that wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't making not. the debate, the, yeah, the, 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 So, so that's why I that... said
1: RC, and then and we can move on from here. That's why I said that I think Georgetown in a vacuum, we can all agree, is a better job than Providence. Uh,
2: but Doug, it needs... Doug might disagree,
1: George, uh, that Providence is no, Georgetown's a better job than Providence. I don't know, let's see what Doug has to say here. Yeah, I, Georgetown. And by the Georgetown way, is a, and by the a better way, job. By the
3: way, if I'm Ed Cooley, that's not the job I take. There's better jobs out there. What job? I, okay, who who what, are you
1: taking? Oh yeah, well let's, you let's, let's
3: get to some of the other jobs. Right? No, I so, want so, to. Before we put a
1: ball on this, I want to know RC. You are a DMV guy. You grew up in DC. Yeah. If you're let's, but I'm, I'm making you the Georgetown AD. You have just been hired. You had a nice, big, fat contract. You can take a risk if you need to take a risk. Who? Who's the first call you make? And who's the guy that you think you really need to? um Like, who do you think you end up with? Like, what's what's the right fit there? Who are you hire?
4: We just talked about it. For I think Ed Cooley would be at the top of the list. Yep, I, yep. I think his personality just yep. fits yep. it. That's right. He's yep. a personality fit that fits there. Like you can, I can sit here and name a bunch of guys and say, "Hey, Tommy Amicas from DC," and name guys from DC. But Ed Cooley, personality fits. He fits. I mean, he's he's he would. The Media would he, eat him up. Everything there, they would eat him up. He has the personality to pull it off. Give him a blank then, check, RC. He will go him a blank check. If you gave, yes, I, I tell you what, if if that was the case, and we you know, obviously we, we, we're playing this this game here, right. that would be my first call. And I, okay, if you I need five, say, you
2: need what five. does it take?
1: You who else? Five. Who else? Yeah, let's say he turned would it down, Mike let's...
2: Jones from Damatha be on your list, RC. Would he be on it at all now awesome. at Virginia Tech? So, I know I, it's, a, I know. Listen, awesome. I know it's an outside the box one. Outside I'm the box, it. he's wired awesome. there. Awesome. Oh, you like I it. I love that. You like it. I okay. love that. I don't like that. I love that. Yeah,
4: RC. Yeah, I I think he'd be I think he'd be a good hire for it. I I don't I don't question that. I just don't. Again, you don't like Mike Jones.
3: He doesn't like he not like, No 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 no
4: no. I don't no no <laughs> I, no no no. I love Mike Jones. I got a great deal of respect for Mike Jones. But I think the automatic assumption is is because he coached at DeManta. It's just like where what he – I I would imagine that when you talk to him about it, I've never asked him this, but everybody would assume that, all right, he's supposed to get every player out of DeManta right. that, that comes not going to happen. Not gonna and that's happen. not realistic. So that's the only reason why I say it, it, it may be a little bit unfair to him because someone would sit there and say, all right, I expect everybody to come from Demanta that we should get him here at wherever he he's gonna be,
3: and then the question is, could he get Gonzaga kids? You know, like can you get other other spots? But other, if you can, right? You know, um, yeah, I I agree. I like the premise of you need a big personality there. I, I'd also say this, like the Wizards obviously aren't aren't good, aren't they? but it is a football town, right? And so you're you're still kind of second fiddle, even though you're the number one you can be the number one basketball draw if you get it going. I don't know, it's a fascinating thing. Really fascinating because the league should have gotten easier when all the big schools left and they just could never get it going. And I've sat with Pat Ewing and I and and I know Jeff has some negative thoughts about him. I've sat with him like
2: no, I love you as, as a guy. I love Patrick Ewing. Love and him.
3: Him. I, I think Patrick he's super Ewing. invested in them being. I good, love like Chris him. Mullen. Just you know, like I a, like think he
2: was.
4: is. Jeff's saying I, the same I, thing. I, I think Pat Jeff's is saying way the same thing. Invested. He is. I just think Jeff is saying from the beginning, and everybody kind of felt that way. Is that it's not a problem with him being the head coach. It was who he surrounded himself with when you take the yes. job, because the NBA guys you don't know. It's hard. Like we all know this. It's not, it's just a well-documented thing. Very few NBA guys come down to college and realize how hard this shit is. They just don't realize how hard it is. And
3: well, well, they or you assume
4: because of your name or I say, Hey, I'm an NBA that it's going to matter. And nowadays it doesn't matter. You can't tell me Georgetown doesn't have NIL money. You can't tell me there's not money there in that area. And that's, you know, In in, in that area and what the history wise, tradition wise, it has it all. Is it older for older generation? True. It's still a what a Jordan brand school. I mean, it has everything that you would want that appeals to these kids. It has its own brand, like very few other colleges do
1: the The older generation of Georgetown fans are the ones that have all the money, and they're the ones that want that program to be good, better than anybody else. So once but you guess what they guys, also
4: have, they're also parents to these kids that are coming along that are making these decisions right now.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's move from one NBA guy to another uh, former NBA player, Bobby Hurley, um, on our Pac-12 preview. Doug, yes, I listened to it. You hyped up Arizona State. Like that was, uh, they still had, yeah, you hyped him up. I listened to him up. Like they still had, who was it? Ike <laughs> Diago. And uh, who was the, who was the point guard that caught, got caught up in the betting scandal that was killing uh, everybody? Headache Smith. Headache Headache Smith. Smith. Yeah. Headache like, Smith. like they brought oh, up back all of these guys and they almost lost to uh, Goodman's favorite coach in the country, Billy Clyde
2: Gillespie. Bully the opener. Clyde. Don't ever refer to him as Billy. It's bully Clyde. Bull- okay. There all we right. go. Um, What, how do you feel about Bobby there?
1: What does he have to do this season to kind of get it going and be able to uh, like? Is he on the hot seat?
3: Yeah, he's definitely I, think, in the hot I, seat. I, I He's definitely on the hot seat, and they're change. They might change ads, right? The ad that that's a bad one. Uh, you know, look in Bobby's defense, the arena is so bad. Like, God, that arena is bad, and the practice is dated. But whatever. But he's had, you know, he I honestly like this is like the typical great. Figured out Bobby Hurley's season, like they just scrapped their way to find a way to get the NCAA tournament. I always thought that he would leave, that he would go back to the East Coast and take a job, right? That's like the the long rumor was he'll go and get St. John's, right? Or, um, and then him and his brother will meet at midcourt and fight when they when they play. That would be amazing, <laughs> like probably no- would <laughs> noogies and stuff. Um, but yes, I I think he's absolutely he's changed his staffs, several pieces on his staff he's turned over the players um but there's also not the the difference in ASU and Georgetown is there it is not apath- apathetic they still draw pretty well there's still kind of a thing there not just the curtain so there's still some energy there so it's not terrible it's not like dude he's got to win or he's out i right. think good competitive season the ad's in the hot seat like they i don't think they're making it they're not a football change is going to cost them i think that helps them so I think his seat is warm, but one, he has this ability, like this is, this is a, this is a, he, I think he likes this better than when people think he's going to be good. When they think he's not going to be good. And I think there's some other things working in his favor there, but I think if Bobby was to ever leave, it would be to take a different job, not necessarily to get fired.
1: Yeah. The one Which that you is mentioned. is the same is-
3: thing. Huh?
1: Uh, well, I was going to say the one that you mentioned is St. John's, and, and that's an interesting conversation as well because Mike Anderson, like this is probably as hyped up as he's had a team, R.C. And, and is this is, – is he heading into a – seat? like do you see him being in a situation where after this year I, they might do something like go out and I, say, hey, you know what, we need to get Bobby Hurley back here?
4: I, I think he's a little premature unless you have another guy. Unless you have a guy, which we know they always do. When you pull the trigger, they have a guy. They have somebody that's that, so hey. – Hey, you're giving
2: them too much credit, some of them, RC. <laughs> they don't always have well, a Some
4: guy. of the smart ones, I'd say. Some of the, the good smart ones, ones have a guy. Good, ones. No, some, no, be, good one. No, there's
3: some good ones. Uh, there's some, here's, there's, i mean, it for this job.
4: Like right now, for this particular job, yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you, you swung for the fences in Mullen and it didn't work. Right. I'm saying for this job right now, you don't pull the trigger unless you have a guy already. Yeah.
2: It's, I would, it's not, I it's say. not
4: in that dire situation where you're just like, look, this is just isn't working for any of us right now. This is only year four. I
2: well, mean, you like, know you can like, get Hurley. I mean, you're you're tell you know you know you could get Bobby Hurley back to St. John's if you want him. And Mike Craig, the AD, is a Duke guy, so you could. Last time, and I don't know where we're going now. If we're going Hurley or we're going Mike Anderson, whoever,
1: um, just wherever you want to go with it. All
2: right, let, let's finish with with Hurley. Let's finish okay. with Hurley, then we can move to to St. John's. Here, here's the thing: I, I went to Arizona. Okay, Arizona State's program has pretty much sucked for the most part for forty years. Okay, they haven't had shit. They've been they've had like one offs, Mario Bennett, Headache Smith, whatever. But I think the last time they they went to uh, <laughs> they went to the tournament back to back years was was forty years ago. It's been forty years, Douglas. And uh, Bobby Hurley went two times in a row with Remy Martin in 18 and 19, and they probably would have went again in 20, 20 if not for the pandemic. So, the ex he's brought the expectations up, they've sucked the last two years. Josh Christopher was that was, was, uh, didn't work, Marcus Bagley's been hurt. Um, we got to give him a fair shot this year with a revamped roster, uh, see what Frankie Collins can do, and some of these transfers he brought ben in. Collins
3: was good. He was good the other day. He took a lot of shots too. They a making, lot of they were, shots. They, they were making him score. That's what they were doing. They were yeah. like, hey, we know you don't like to score. We're going to make you score. So, I, I just, I think. Uh, let me, really let me just say this about out. Arizona. Let me just say this about Arizona state. And this is a really kind of interesting. We talk about how the world is changing. Um, they've had a bunch of prep schools pop up there in Phoenix. There's a ton here in Southern California, obviously in Vegas, you know, um, now that Finley's no more. Um, But also, you know, the the population shift like Phoenix is going to have players. They got one hundred thousand students like uh, whether it's Ray Anderson or if he gets replaced, whoever's the AD. And if it's Bobby, great. That can be I believe that's that can be I understand. I I agree with you, Jeff, that Arizona State has always been USC, right, where they're either good or they're on probation. Right. That's USC basketball, good or on probation. You know, they're good, they're good, probation, bad, new coach. Okay, good, probation, bad, new coach, right? That's, Arizona State's the same thing. Like, it's the, guys don't, people, kids don't wake up dreaming of playing at Arizona State. They dream of playing at UCLA in Arizona, and they settle on Arizona State. I get it. But I do think that with all of the population shift, especially to Phoenix, just leaps and bounds, there are players there. Uh, I think it's becoming a much better job than it had always previously been. I think Arizona nationally recruits a lot like Kansas the other big boys. So they're gonna miss on some of those kids. They probably get the best kid in state if they want. They um, need to
4: put some money in it.
3: They need to put some money they need they to, need to put, put a bunch of money, money in it. In. And it's yeah. not that they don't have it because the whole campus just keeps getting turned over. The only place they haven't put money on that campus is in that arena. And it's 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 a joke like how you how do you expect a guy to be good when everything else in Phoenix is brand new except your arena. Well, the, and he and the AD haven't got along great over the last year no No, there's that and weird that, that story with him. Yes. Right.
2: Right. Uh, all right, let, let's go Mike Anderson since we're already there. Um, you know, Chris Mullen, believe it or not, went to a first four. He did go to an NCAA tournament, and he was a train wreck there, right? Didn't work hard. Uh, let, you know, uh, Greg St. Jean was basically running the team. I mean, at like 24 years old, Mullen was just kind of sitting on the scorer's table and letting St. Jean basically coach the team, and now your boy St. Jean is isn't he coaching uh with, J- with Jason Kidd,
3: right? Doug, yeah, right?
1: wasn't he yeah. coaching the guy is in that it, Adam Sandler movie?
3: Yeah, yeah. He, yes. he had a big role. He's a movie he was star now, he, he was with the Lakers last year, now
2: he's with uh, now he's with Jay Kidd in Dallas. So, I I criticized the Mike Anderson hire uh, pretty vehemently, right? I, I said, like what the hell are you hiring a guy who's probably never been north of, of Virginia um, to, to, to co- He, he can't even name the five boroughs and he, he probably still can't. Uh, I just didn't like the hire. I didn't like the fit at all, at all. He's done actually a better job. I thought of, of accumulating talent and adding David Jones from DePaul, adding Curbelo from Illinois, bringing him back home to me, gives him no excuse. To me, it's make the NCAA tournament or bust for Mike Anderson this year. I really feel like another spinning your wheels, getting to an NIT or winning 15, 18 games. It's great that he's never had a losing season. That That's, that's really impressive. But when you play a shitty non-conference schedule, you're in and you're out. That makes it a little bit easier to get that winning season every year. I, I just feel like this is the year. Get to the tournament. Chris
3: Mullen did it. And he was a disaster. So you got to be able to do it. And in- the the, the higher, if you don't get Hurley, is and I don't know, and it's going to depend on his year. Yeah. Is Mike Boyton? Yes. You know? Yes. I mean, yes. You know, honestly, honestly, his buyout Syracuse, and it's and I don't want to lose him because I think he's a gem of a human being, yeah. running my own mater's basketball program. Yep. But yep. if I'm Syracuse, that should be my hire. Really? If I'm St. John's, that should be my hire. Syracuse can't hire. They're going to go within the family. They can't. I know go. what they're going. I know what they're going to do. I'm right. telling what they should do. Yeah, Mike. The dude, Mike if Boynton, you've ever been in New York with Mike Boyden. He knows everybody, and his name is respected as a as a dude in the world and the world of sports. Like that's the other guy. Hurley makes total sense too. I think those are the two. Those are the two I, guys. I love.
1: I love the Boyden hire for the same reason that I was a little bit more bullish on the Mike Anderson hire than goodman was because they both kind of play a style right where you could take advantage of all of the athletes that you can get in new york city and you can find a way to get some of these guys that are not necessarily the five stars coming out of new york right but there are a lot of just good basketball players are going to fit in the 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 way the what is it the 40 minutes of hell that mike anderson runs right you got a lot of guys in new york city that can thrive in that style. You have a lot of guys that can get out there and pressure and play the no middle defense and force turnovers and do all the stuff that Mike Boynton's doing right now in the Big 12. And that could do a good job with it in New York City, right? And I think right. if you have if you have a guy with that personality, then maybe you're also keeping some of the five stars from New York, some of the five stars from Northern Jersey. Well, he's already
3: he's and, and he already's shown that he can he can get a one and done and have a guy have a great year. He understands. Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you like I he and I, we, we talked about it a lot um, when, when he got Cade, like he did an extensive amount of research calling other coaches that have been the non Dukes, you know, and trying to figure out like what worked, what didn't work. He was also concerned about the, you know, the vacuum after you lose that guy, right? Like that's what happened to Ohio state with that, right? You lose, uh, you, you lose DLO and now all of a sudden there's kind of a vacuum and every other kid that comes there wants to be the one and done, but there's expectations from what anyway, I, I'm, I don't know if Boynton would take it, you know, cause I know New York's home. I just don't know if they come up with the money cause he does have a good contract, Oklahoma state, right. but I'm sure he, like anybody is frustrated that Oklahoma state doesn't draw. Uh, they, they've decided on some levels to be a basketball school and he's, he's fighting things really hard. Don't have practice facility. Um, so, and, and that league is a beast and they've struggled, you know, that's, that's the NIL. biggest thing. That's and the biggest said, thing. I you got I, Houston I, coming I in. Think
4: he's, I think he'd take it.
1: Yeah, you got Houston coming in. You got depends BYU coming buyout. in. It all he depends on his
4: buyout. Or no, buyout. it's all about money. He's not. He's not leaving money on yeah, the table. Exactly. That's the biggest difference in the job. One right. pays, one doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. And he, he's at the one that pays. I don't but know if you're talking Tad about
2: came up with the money.
4: I, I, if we if we were to take it all away and just say, hey, it was it, the contract wasn't as big, and he right. you know he didn't have success early, and he can go back, I I, I think he would have some interest in going back that's all i'm saying I, I think he had some interest in going back i know he's, he's got a great job he would never comment on it i know but we're playing what if, i i think he'd take i think he would had some interest in that
3: no i mean he listened there were some people you know i think boston college kicked the tires i think some other ones and, kicked the And tires my question
4: well. would be does he does it happen because sometimes was with a lot of these jobs you want to get out before your time runs out i mean sometimes you, like there's and we're gonna there's other coaches on this list that it's we talked Ol- about oliver the brunel that's that a, he's really the best good, at that right that are really the best good, like like yeah like, and i can it's, tell it's you the, brunel's it's, a hell of a coach like he's it. incredibly respected in the league and what he does and sometimes you're just at a place so long. It's just like, hell, do I get out of here before, the, you know, it's time or, or what do Frank I do? Hayes. Frank it's Hayes just was time good to leave. Yeah. Oh, sometimes you wait. just got to get a feel for when it's time to leave. Yep. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member C. Mm-hmm. All, All right, right, Rob, so
2: let's, what do we got
1: next? Well, let's stay in the Pac-12 because there's there's three or four other interesting jobs that could end up opening up. Um, if uh, if, if Mark Fox is losing to UC Davis, I think that that might be open. Cal yeah. is a boring conversation to me. The two that are why?
2: interesting because so I'd rather talk about Mike Hopkins, Jason Kidd now, and yeah,
1: why I'd rather I'd rather talk about Mike Hopkins at Washington Cal- and Jared Cal- Hosses. Cal- the, well, Honestly, the one- wait,
3: wait, 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 wait. Cal is a better job than any of the other jobs we've talked about.
1: Yeah, but Stanford is the the one that's getting this, five stars, and Jerry House can't find a way to get it done. Good?
3: Is this the last time Cal been good? No, they no, they were good. My brother was there. They went to the tournament four out of six years. They had dudes, Jerome had Randall. Con- they, they I remember, I though. I
1: remember Jerome Randall, Who's the shooter, Theo Robertson, right?
3: Theo Robertson, Theo Robertson. The, yeah, Theo Robertson. They
1: had some good guards. They had some good guards. They don't have good guards right now. Um, but I, wanna, I, I do want to. I want to ask you guys about Stanford. They Center are players
3: there. It's the number one public university in the country. <laughs> there are players there. There are dudes, and you can get them in school. There are players there. There's so many players in. in, we, in hey, the look, area. here's what
1: you need to do, Doug. What you need yeah. to do is you need to go apply for the the Cal Berkeley AD job because I, no one oh, in the world job. is more passionate about disaster. Cal being a good job than you. Than, than
3: They've just it. <laughs> Time and again. You want to talk Stanford? We can do Stanford. We can do Washington as well. I think Stanford. Well, no, because I want, want to ask you guys about. Area. Let's hit the Bay Area right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, as a whole. and But I do, I think to me, Stanford continually getting five stars. No Program one has less buzz for all of the five stars that they bring in. And two, seems to always have this expectation of this is the year where they finally figure it out. And then they just never find a way to figure it out. So what. What is, one, I guess, what is happening there and why do they continually struggle? And two, is, is there actually reason here to say, hey, look, you know what, we need to move on from Jared
3: Haas? Okay, a couple of things. Uh, one, I mean, you just signed one of the best, got a commitment from one of the best players in the country. That helps. Mm-hmm. That helps. Um, Stanford, and, and Stanford is, Mike Montgomery would tell anybody, that even when he was at Cal and they were a way better program than Stanford. That if Stanford wants them, Stanford's getting them. Just because you cannot compete with that. Stanford doesn't do NIL, even though they have gobs and gobs of money. Uh, they just now started taking grad transfers. That's probably gonna that's probably gonna save them this year, right? That was a big thing with Cal was for a long time you couldn't you can't get people into their grad school. It's too hard to get into grad school. And the quarter system can screw you up. Um, but the big thing is point guard play. You know, Tyrell Terry was the guy. Do you guys know he's out of basketball? Yeah. Out of basketball? Out of basketball. Yeah, he's, he's not playing, playing anywhere? No. He's doing a podcast. Come on. I'm
2: not kidding you. Can you get him on Field of 68, Doug? Yeah, I'm going to get him on my podcast first. Let's
3: go. Oh, by the way. Let's get him uh, on. <laughs> so, I mean, so wow. the, the big thing with them, the last time they were great or really good, they had Chris Hernandez. You go back, Revan Knight. Like, um... Uh, was it McDonald, Mike McDonald? Yeah, he played for my dad. I should know this one. Um, they've always had really good point guards and they've had a bad run. And now the I think it's Conley, the kid who's a la, former lacrosse, all American, he's actually solid, but just doesn't go by. People. Yeah. Cause now he's experienced, but he, you know, you're in that league, Arizona's had pros, UCLA has pros and you got, you're just plugging with no, no true point guard. And they had a guy and he, I guess he had to go, but he wasn't ready for it mentally, wasn't good enough. That's really derailed them. What's happened there? Raised some admissions. Um, it's hard. Kids don't care anymore. That used to be one of the best atmospheres, not just in the West Coast. I mean, remember, the, remember when Tiger was there and they beat Arizona in the buzzer shot? Like, that place was a zoo. Nobody goes. Nobody cares. But it still hasn't really stopped them in terms of recruiting. Jared's just got to be better um he lost adam cohen to xavier i think you know and adam's outstanding recruiter uh but obviously you end up getting a big time recruit anyway um you know they got uh which was zaire williams like they've had like you said they've had you play but zaire williams remember that was covid year right. there's all kinds of crazy stuff in terms of not wanting to play at death in the family all kinds of stuff well and they were on the road for the first like 40 days they remember? didn't play at home
0: right
2: until right. february right Covid screwed yeah. up a lot of programs. Yeah, I mean, they I don't pay. know. To me, to me, I feel like both Fox is is, is probably done. I mean, I, I just can't imagine he keeps it when you lose in a UC Davis and your best player right now is Devin Askew, uh, who didn't make it to Kentucky or play at Texas. You're in trouble. So I think Foxy's probably and and you and I both love Foxy, but you know, he, love He's, him. he's not he's, good enough players. Yeah, no, They're no, no doubt. Not They're not um, talented enough at all. Yeah, and that that hire was completely outside the box. It, it it didn't make a lot of sense,
3: to be honest, uh, at that point. Um, with Stanford how they not just gone to Randy and said, here's a check. Right, right. You don't have to move. Yes. They tried you know? with Randy. They tried. They tried to get Randy and they just wouldn't give him enough money. Well, I mean, you had you had you had a bunch of guys. You had Todd Golden right down the street. You had, you know, you have yeah, you have Randy. to, hey. If you're Cal this time, you
2: have to just get go to Randy and, hey, again, we'll give you the money this time because we're 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 losing money in the program. If you get Randy, you know you're going to be good. Um, and again, the, the way he recruit, I mean, look at the kid he got this year, the kid Mahaney. Like, well, he's friends. from right there. I know, but you couldn't have gotten him to Cal.
3: Probably. That's what I'm saying.
2: Probably. Like he would have gotten him to Cal. So he's going to get good enough players. Uh, Jared's a different one. Like you said, Jared's kind of been knocking on the door close, I, I think,
3: for him. They obviously. have me. They have me. Like, look, I love Jared Haas. They've been close. They ha- no. To get, to get into the tournament. Go and look. Again, this is like – and I know we're we're this is part of it is we're kind of historians on this thing. That was the third best or second best program, depending on the years, in the Pac-12 as long as money was there. And then, you know, when Trent was there, that's when they started making it really hard to get guys in and everybody kind of bailed. And I mean, what, what they've been, to, was it one tournament in 10 years? Yeah. yeah I mean, with, with, the one, right? with Johnny and one, him, and, and, and one. And remember one term in 10 years and Arizona was down for a, a couple of years there. UCLA was just okay for a couple of years there. Cal's been down the last Right. Four years or so, three, four years or so, and they've still been. eh. Washington's not the same as it was. So I love Jared. They got to win, and they haven't won. And that should be a. Yeah, big no, they got to win. Time.
4: They got to win. I don't think There's they got to win this year. But we talked about it. They got they got enough talent this year that yeah. they should win.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. They brought in Michael Jones from Davidson. Spencer Jones back. Ingram. You're right. They got enough, and the pac 12s not. He had 31 the other night.
3: Yeah, last night.
2: No, they should get in this year. They should get in. They get in. He's okay. He probably gets a frigging five-year extension if they get in.
3: That's a weird. That's a weird job. You know the, the coaches live on campus. That's how they. That that's how they can afford it.
1: What about you know, uh, you, let's let's talk about Hop. You mentioned Washington. Let's talk about Hop at, uh, at Washington.
2: I mean, if his if his buyout weren't so high, he'd already be gone. He would have been gone. But his buyout was what 10, 12 million whatever it was last year. Uh, they were better last year. They got to be better than they were last year when they were okay, when they were mediocre. And we all thought Hop would kill it there. And and when he took over, he did a good job early. And then he did a good job recruiting, brought in Isaiah Stewart and McDaniels and didn't do anything with them. And that was kind of the start of the downfall.
1: Um, All right. So there's a bunch of other guys on the list that you put out on Stadium Goodman. Uh, I don't know if we want to have conversations about these guys because Chris Collins at Northwestern's like, whatever, you made it one year, you get all this. It's no, but that's Western.
2: like the most interesting one in a way, right? Uh, Chris Collins way. is like one of the most interesting. First of all, I thought he would crush it, and he did for a while. He was like the golden boy for a year, like the golden boy in college basketball. He did something that had never been done before, and then they fell off the map, completely fell off the map. And if they bring back Pete Nance, and Ryan Young this year, which obviously they didn't. You're talking about them. Honestly, we're picking them like top four in the in the Big Ten preseason, and we're but talking that's, about how good a that, team. Like, but, but they won the very team. good with them. Yeah. Well, Indiana wasn't very good with their whole team either. But we we'll put we
3: put them at number one.
2: <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, Indiana was better than I like, know. West West I'm West not, not, again, I'm, I'm West, no. That question was bad. I, I agree with you. Like, here's the thing with with Chris. Um, one, have you guys? You've been to that place. Have you guys, yeah. you, you guys been to that the place since I did it, Welsh Ryan? Since I did it?
1: No, the 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 one coach that completely blew me off when I was in the city and wanted to to go take a visit was uh, Chris Collins. So <laughs> it it's
3: it might be my favorite place. I've it been is to. a nice place. It's awesome. It is a nice, It's place. awesome, really cool place. We um, you can wear people out a little bit. You know, and that's just that's this thing is like the fact that you can't retain these guys is part of it. They they had a bad run on point guards as well, right? Since McIntosh graduated, they haven't been able to figure that thing out. Um, that league's hard, man. Everybody's good. Michigan and Minnesota like we're talking about. Michigan State might not make the tournament. Yeah, I, I don't think they're they're going to do great there this year. I I think, and I don't know. I mean, but Chris is the kind of guy that would probably leave and take a different job. You know, instead of yeah, if he could, I thought
2: he'd be in the NBA. I I really did. I thought once he once he won at Northwestern with his dad's pedigree, I thought he was. The problem is his
3: dad's pedigree is his pedigree, where they're so intense, yeah, and so intense on winning. If you don't get the right match with whoever your boss is, right? And remember the guy, the AD who hired him, left and is now running the ACC. That's a big we like this. That's the reality. Yes, but Randolph can speak to this better than anybody, right? Who your AD is and your ID changing or your president changing, that that can kill you, absolutely yep. kill you if you don't have a say in who the new AD is.
4: And, mo- and, and very few basketball coaches do this day, I me mean, these days. I mean, it's all about football. So I, I don't know many basketball programs where they make a change.
3: And, you know, in the Power Five Conference anyway, I don't know of any. Right, because that would be the ad saying, "I did something wrong." They right. want their guy to succeed. Everybody wants their guy until they can't. Until they have no choice. Right, right. I don't think. Yeah, I look. And when I say wears you out, like it's because he it just had his. You wants to at a grinder? Like that dude wakes up thinking, "How am I going to win games?" You know. And he hadn't had the ponies for it. He hadn't been able to get. You should be able to get bounced back, although it's Harvard Northwestern academically. I get it. Um. But at some point, you gotta win some games, or they'll show you the door. But that that that's been a that's speaking been a of attack.
1: speaking of needing to win games. Fred Hoiberg is nine and fifty in the Big Ten in uh, in in three seasons, and he had an eighteen point five million dollar bio according to this this story that he wrote. I and mean, I think uh, I think it might be time to move on from that one. Yeah, what do you I'm, do? Let me ask you this: What do you do if you're Nebraska? You right, bring if Tim Hoiberg miles
2: back. Bring Tim Miles back. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you go. They, with gotta, guy, they gotta pay football. I don't think you go like Jeff money. Linder. You go like a Jeff Linder type. If you can the, can't the, the
1: thing that's amazing yeah. about that is they Nebraska has never been good at basketball, right? And they will still put fifteen thousand people in the, what, what are they, the GBR, 18. like whatever it is. They'll completely pack it out. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You get eighteen thousand people to watch Nebraska basketball. They they won nine games. And this will yeah, sell be- out in NBA sized arena. Like
4: it's I think that's the one job you swing for the fences on. I mean, you just you go completely out of the box. Who? I that's my point. I don't know if it's I, I mean you couldn't get me if it's a D2 if it's a D2, if it's a Juve.
2: Yeah, but the Hoyberg I- hire was wrong. It was a bad hire. The reason Hoyberg was so good the first time around was because he hit the portal. Before Hold on, can, can, can we just it. rewind
1: for one second? Because RC just said, I think you got to swing for the fences at Nebraska and go get a Juco guy. <laughs> 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 We're not going to go out somewhere that RC. I, We're not I, no, no, I,
4: listen,
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> they, they almost had Dana the Austin facilities and
4: everything is great. I just don't know how it's like part of what the football program is stuck against. The football program is stuck against because we grew up at that time when Nebraska. And Oklahoma, and they had they had dudes, and they just was they got the national championship with Tom Osborne and all that. Basketball wise, it's just hit or miss. I mean, they've gotten some guys in there lately, but just not enough to sustain it. And and it's 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 a tough place to get guys to get to.
2: I'd take another you know, shot at Dan Altman. They almost had him last time, almost had him, and then Phil. That's Knight's a great hit. call. That's actually a, a really no
3: will Wilbur, Wil- 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 Nebraska. No, right. no question. And right um, down the road. Right that I love overall. the Jeff
1: I love Jeff Linder that call too. I think that that's could a work. Good back. The you style know you that he get. coaches just fits in the Big 10, right? right? All they do is post up. Um all right, Brad Rennell. There, there's also
3: what's what's that what's the I mean I like uh Craig Doty, and and I don't know, I kicked the tires on Jeff boshi But what's the guy's name? What's the the Juco coaches at Missouri? What's oh. what's the guy's name? There's that water. everybody just oh, now laid.
4: y'all made fun of my Juco comment. No, now no, we no. looking You're the one who said,
3: Swing for the fences. <laughs> yeah, no, I, not, I, I not, agree. I kind agree of really
2: coach. the guy Lim that everybody loves. Who? <laughs> What's his name? He's boys. But, um, yeah, it, it, man, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, by
3: the way, by the way, uh, I got the guy for either Cal or Stanford.
2: Just who? There. All right, who? let's
3: go. Um, Randy um, Bennett, huh? Randy well, Bennett. If you don't get, if you don't get Randy Bennett, yeah, UC Irvine's coach, Russell Turner. Russell Turner. Well, yeah, he was. Russell Turner I mean, was on staff at Stanford. Right. Okay. Seen as a money guy, he was going to get Cal the last time around when they hired Mark Fox. You remember what happened? Oh, I remember. He said something he shouldn't have said. So he, it was they were playing Oregon in the tournament, right? Well, oh yes,
2: we're going to overtime. Coppin. We're going to overtime.
1: What are you doing? Georgetown faked fouling two different ball handles. Let a dude dribble up into a 22 foot rhythm three. Can yeah. missed it, Bounced directly to a guy at the three point line, wide open three bucket. OT. That was, I if they you, lose
2: this. Patrick may just be he may walk out the door tonight. What, this, I, what I, are I was you sitting doing? There, I'm sitting you know, here Ross watching he the game
3: foul
4: quietly cheering for Georgetown, like thinking and then they're thinking like they're gonna get this win. And then,
1: what oh. are you doing, bucket? nailed it oh, um all right man. Jeff Jeff Capel Brad Brunel you like I I think Brunel's the the, the one where it's kind of like you got to find you've been there 11 years 12 years you Brunel really, has like,
2: to get to the tournament basically yeah. if Brunel doesn't get to the tournament he, he's done and and Brad saved his job he's he's had a bunch of lives we know he can coach just can't yep. recruit a high enough level at Clemson you know the name that was in there a couple years ago was Will Wade and he ended up taking LSU over Clemson now you're gonna have Bob Ritchie, Uh if Brad doesn't make it this year from down the road. Hey, just wait,
1: just wait until they hire the next uh, the next fired coach that was on uh, the field of sixty eight, Terrence Oglesby, Clemson University <laughs> head coach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, Jeff Capel at Pitt, um, and then uh, here's
3: uh, here, here's the thing with Jeff. Now he's turned over the roster. I he sh- he shouldn't have taken Dior Johnson. Why did he take Dior Johnson? Don't bite the apple, you're Jeff. Because you're desperate. But he has good enough players. He, he did does not need DR Jones. But I, I don't don't think he, he I, him I him think
4: him. in his mind he's thinking that he needed him for uh, he needed the name to help him get kids. Cause he's got kids to commit there. And and I agree with you. I think he obviously regrets that now. He
1: he should have uh, learned he his lesson, man. Who was, who was the guy that blew it all up at Oklahoma? What's the kid's name?
3: Uh Tiny Gallon.
1: No, uh yeah, Tommy Tiny Mason. Gallon and then the Tommy. point guard, uh Mason Tommy. Mason Griffin. Mason Griffin, well, right?
3: Tommy Mason Griffin.
1: Yeah. After they had Blake Griffin, after he makes it to the lead eight, after he has a national player of the year, he brings in these two guys and everything completely blows up in his face. He should have, should have learned his lesson. Am I wrong?
3: And he brought in. You're Will not Will. wrong. You're not wrong. You're abs- honestly, you've never been about more right about something else. It's the old don't bite the apple. It's the first, time, the, that, that Rick, the first
1: time. That is the first time on the field of 68 that anybody on this show has ever said I was right about anything.
3: Probably is the first time you've been right about I, anything. Mean, Jeff would Jeff would call me. He's like, I don't even know what to do, like what to do. I'm like, dude, get rid of them. Get rid of them. Like, you can't get rid of them. The McDonald's all married. Like, dude, get rid of them. They're cancer. You know? You, yeah. you win with, with your dudes, not with those guys. Um, that's like a Rick Stansbury, who I know Jeff loves to make fun of, right? But Stansbury was, he's a survivor at Mississippi State. It was. And then who do you go get, Jeff, that brought him down?
2: Renardo.
1: Renardo.
3: Sydney. Right? We don't talk enough
1: about the fact that that dude had a brawl with his teammate in the stands on Christmas right. Eve. I'm not having
2: slander on I here. I'm a Leonardo guy. I still love him. I hope he's doing well. Renardo, if you're listening, I'm still behind you, my man.
3: I was doing the game, Rob.
1: Were you, you was doing that hit? game?
3: Yes. The all right. Classic. All right.
1: Pause. We're pausing the hot seat conversation here. 30 second timeout. I need that entire story right now. Trevor, I am sorry. We are, we are shifting lanes here. Go Doug. Tell me that story. Okay. Take me through so every the way, second. So I
3: did of classic like three or four years in a row. Okay. Right? And you go out there in like the 22nd and you play on Christmas day. It's the only thing going on Christmas day. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, like, it was the coolest term because there's nothing else going on. You go into the gym. So I remember we, I went to practice the first day. And the way they do it is you come in the Stan Sheriff Center and then you practice for like an hour and then they shuffle the team out and then they have like these, they don't have a practice gym, right? But they have these like rec center gyms. It's like 10 courts, and but nobody's there. And then you go practice there. So I remember like, where's Renardo Sydney? And they're like, ah, we're letting him cool off for the day, whatever. He had apparently gotten in a fight with somebody on the team or some argument with somebody like on the way to Hawaii before I ever got there. So that was really weird. So we're calling a game and it's like a high school tournament, right? Where other players, not a lot, they come in and they watch the games. So they had, I think already played in the morning session. And I was just doing the afternoon session and it was me and Book, who And all of a sudden, like, Hawaii is famous for fights in the stands. I don't know if you know that. People in Hawaii love to gamble and love to fight. <laughs> These are two things. So there's a fight in the stands and there's like some big Hawaiian dude behind me go, oh, what, oh dear. What? You know, I, I can't even do the Hawaiian accent, right? I was kind of Canadian, Minnesota, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, dear. That was not so,
1: Hawaii. That was the opposite yeah, of was, Hawaii,
3: Doug. <laughs> uh, it was like the kind, kind of, Yaman. Yeah, so I, I can't really do it. So all of a sudden, everybody starts standing up and our camera's like, dude, that's Renardo Sidney. So I'm looking at my ISO monitor and I'm watching Renardo Sidney, who's like, he basically had his legs up on the seat in front of him. And one of his teammates was trying to come through and he just stood up and stalked him. And then it was on. We're like, what is going on here? (laughs) Like that's the kind of stuff that never, no one ever sees, right? Always happens in practice. Some guy breaks his hand. Oh, he broke hand in a drill, right? He got up and stalked his teammate. I mean, it was, and his teammate wasn't a guard.
2: He wasn't no, all a guard. It was Elgin dude. Bailey, right?
1: Renato Sidney was the smaller guy in that fight. Yeah, Elgin yeah, is a big boy.
2: Yes. Oh, crazy. Yeah, Craig.
1: yeah. Right. that was that was that was an all-time college. but It was the first time. That was back when I was running and balling as a habit, and I remember. It was the first time that anything I did went viral because it was like Christmas Day or Christmas Eve and no one else was doing anything. Else and I saw it. On. I was like, hey, you know, let me go post this YouTube video. Boom, like 50,000 views on that page. It was awesome. I was loving it. Um, all right. Kermit Davis at Ole Miss. I, I I know you got him on there, Jeff, and I understand why. But I don't see. I, I think he does have to win, and I think he's going to do it this year. Um, I'm big at Ole Miss. I want to talk a little bit about NC State because I think that is the one job on this list where you kind of look at it and you're like, you know what, that – that well, Georgetown too, but that thing has a real chance to be like a good program if you get the right guy in there, if he can do it right. So Goodman, I'll go to you first on this one. Kevin Keats. Um, what what does he have to do to keep that job? And can you see him finding a way to turn this thing around?
2: I mean, you can't be shitty again like you were last year, right? They're four and sixteen in, in, in the agency. You have anything like that again, you are you're gone. And and he's actually got like his buyout, I think is somewhere around six, six and a half million. Not small, but but doable in, in this day and age. Like if it's less than ten, you're you're worried. I mean, look at Indiana, right? They wrote a check. A dude wrote a check for Archie Miller's buyout. Easy. Now NC State may not have the same money that Indiana money. has behind it. They but got to know they could do it. They, they can money. write out somebody can write a check for six million if they go four and sixteen in the ACC again. Um, I, I think they'll be better. I, I think they gotta be an nit team. Probably that would I, be my guess. is, is I, it fair to say they that they've been snake, I snake think bit?
1: They will. Is is it fair to say that they've been snake bit? Because he lost the the yeah. kid Josh Hall. Yeah. They lost. He lost the uh, who was the, the other athletic Danny kid. Bates. Yeah. They,
4: but they're like, no, they are like they lost. Enough, they, they
1: lost two guys that were committed. That were um. that They were remind graduated. me of
4: my. Mi- they remind me of Miami when all the FBI and all the stuff came out. There were programs that got that got hit and they, yeah. they kind of ran and you know for cover. Yep. And where some of the other programs just kind of pushed through it, they kind of pushed back and ran for cover and it hurt them. And now coach L starting to get things back, but he, they were rolling. I mean, Miami was rolling until those, those accusations came along. And so was, so was state. So I just think that that hurt those guys. You think
2: NIT RC,
4: I think they'll be good enough to get in. (laughs) Here's,
3: here's, here's the issue with NC state. Okay. Carolina has gone from, They were, you know, Caroline was just okay for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden now they're back, right? Caroline's back. Duke feels like Shire might actually have them at a higher level, right? It's Duke. But then Virginia Tech hires a big time coach. Wake Forest Forbes gets that thing going. Virginia has been a beast. Like that is, it becomes a really, really hard job because you have the expectations of, hey, we won and competed for national championships here but the, and the league is gigantic but some of the programs that were kind of also ran well, they have are little now, brother complex. That's well they've, they, always uh, a little, they've always had they've always had the little brother complex but there's other little brothers that are that have that supplanted that.
4: But they don't they have them. but but again they have the money that the yeah. other little brothers don't have.
3: No, they did nil before nil. They, Come
4: they on, got guys. Yeah, yeah. They, they got the money. They got the here's money.
0: There's the quote. There's the quote in this
3: show from Gottlieb right there. There it is. As, Joe, as the late great Eddie Sutton used to say, they got a different interpretation of Grant and Aid in that conference.
2: <laughs> so here's my take: if Keats doesn't make it, is Archie Miller the guy they go after? RC,
3: yes
2: right
4: in hindsight yes
2: they but tried think- last time they tried last time with them yeah I don't know yeah. if he's going to win enough at Rhode Island this year they their team that, that's not-
4: the thing about it it's the same right. thing I mean he, he would have to win I mean then the it becomes this year
2: it's not another
4: good. guy like who would be the guy if he if, you know that's the problem if he was out I think he probably would have been but you know, if 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 we're playing hypotheticals, I, I think they're going to win enough. I don't think it's going to open up this shit. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I kind of, I, I like. It, I, like I hope you're I right. I hope guy. you're right
2: because Keats, yeah. again walked into a difficult situation. Right. Yeah. Finally, behind all the NCAA shit, because I think Keats can recruit. Like I've known Kevin since he was at Hargrave. He's going.
4: He's going to get guys, and yes. again, he has a. He got a bucket. He got another. He got a good backcourt. He, he got, got the kid mm-hmm. Jarkel Joiner is going to be able to play as well. Yeah. Smith, like the sport. Clark kid, you know yeah. they got three guys. They get to rotate the, at center. He's going to be able to play the way he's accustomed to playing. I, yeah, they to play they would they would be significantly better than they were a year ago. Like that they would have been thinking.
1: significantly better a year ago if Manny Bates didn't blow. What was it the shoulder injury that he yeah. had i the the yeah. first minute? That of that's,
3: the that though that one of those things. That's one of the problems with that program or programs of that level and the style he wants to play a lot of guys right is that when you lose a guy there it sometimes it hurts you more because you don't have the depth it hurts anybody in college basketball nobody has great depth anymore because nobody wants to come off the bench but especially at an nc state can i ask you a question jeff yeah you and i have and I'm, i'm sure the other guys do as well we both have a great affinity for anthony grant in terms of the type of person he is right love him god i love him now i i know bama wasn't the right job for him right but is there another one out there? Because they're going to be really good, and he's an unbelievable dude. No, that ha- that's generated. A ton it's of respect. his alma mater,
2: so he's not leaving unless it's like you know, you know where Anthony Grant. Like I don't honestly, I don't know if he'd work, but he probably could. He'd have to pull back a little bit. NBA, you know, he's with Billy for a couple of years in Oklahoma City. He would
3: absolutely work in the NBA. He'd have to pull back a that, little bit. He he's that, a little too he that, um, he runs.
1: He runs a pro style, too. Like, they yeah. play pro basketball. What it's they some run. of
3: that, but it's also, like, the NBA is all about the respect that those guys have for you, the way you carry yeah. yourself. You're right. You're right. Yep. And that dude, he has, like, a – he has a – there's just he's a the way best. about him, like, he's, he's the best. It.
2: That dude is the like, – Great dude. Like, he's so good. He's so all about accountability and and – not being about himself, it, it's amazing to me. That's it's why amazing. he would work in the NBA. He would. Maybe. You're right. You're, you're, right. you're right. All those
3: guys don't work in the NFL, in the NBA. You know what I was thinking? Think of, about the coach.
2: I was thinking more of like the little rules and things of that nature that you're going to have to back off on. But he's already been there and watched Billy do it in Oklahoma City, so he'd be fine with it.
1: All right. Maybe um I want to I wrap it up with this. I want each of you to give me one name of a guy that is either – Uh, at a mid-major school, at an Atlantic 10 school, maybe a Mountain West school, someone that – a young guy, someone that people don't really know that you think has a chance to um, be in the mix for some of these bigger jobs and could end up being a star uh, in the coaching ranks at some point down the road. Goodman, I'm going to you first on this one.
2: I'm going to go with a guy I'm going to see this week. Terrence T.J. Johnson, Texas State, took over for Danny Casper, who was, uh, had a little bit of bully Clyde in him um, and and got fired. And uh, TJ took over a couple of years ago, interim, got the job. They're playing against URI Saturday. I think I'm going to do a doubleheader. Uh, and then um, uh, the Bill Cohen-Ed Cooley matchup at night, by the way, Northeastern uh, Providence. They're going to flex each other to
3: death. They're going to flex, 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 flex. Over and, and, over, flex. and over and over. That's all we're going to see is the tight <laughs>
2: flex. Back and forth. But those dudes made Boston College along, obviously, with the coaching ability of Al Skinner, not the recruiting ability, but the coaching ability of Al Skinner made Boston College what it was. But I I, I think Terrence Johnson's going to be awesome. I think what, what Chante Leggins has done out there, and I know he asked for one, has done out there in Portland, flipping that thing as quickly as he's flipped it is absolutely uh, insane. Jeff Linder, I mentioned. Uh, Matt Langle at Colgate. Mm -hmm. deserves another job that's the worst job in the league and what he's done there is absolutely incredible um so there's a few
1: yeah rc what do you got
4: i think jerry grosso up at bryant i think he's 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 i think he's on his way i don't think we're saying anything i'm not that's not a hot take or anything
1: can i give you a fun a fun jerry grosso fact yeah when I was 12 years old and I went to Quinnipiac basketball camp, Jared Grosso was my coach and he went out and we won the camp championship that week. So look, he is a born winner, right? <laughs> born <laughs> winner, RC. I love it. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to cut that, you off. No, Go no, ahead. no.
4: I think that's the easy. I, I thought I was just picking a low, you know, low hanging fruit on that one. i tell you someone I saw this week, uh, the other night and I was really impressed with him is to K, you know, to KO at, really? at Wilmington. And you know he comes from Keats, but he's changed things. I, I, I'm I'm always impressed when I watch how kids play for a guy, and then I watched him. I watched his guys change so much of the game. Like like they 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 mucked the game up from a defensive standpoint and gave the number one team a lot of trouble. And this is a team, you know. He took they want you know they went to the CAA championship game last year. They lost to Delaware, couldn't get in the tournament, but they were. Like I said, the co co champion of regular season. That team was preseason picked ninth. And he did that. I, I think their preseason picked fifth this year. I expect them to be right back there again. And from talking to him and seeing and seeing how his guys play for him, I I, I it, it wouldn't shock me in, in, in if he gets a high major gig in the next two
3: years. Got uh, I got a bunch for you. Uh the guy I was thinking of is uh Ben McCullum. And, yes. Uh, yes. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Good call. Um, At uh, and, and, and you he can mention uh, his, his northern name, northern Missouri Missouri, nor, nor, um, north 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 Missouri, Missouri State, northwest, so northwest Missouri. North. McCollum's buddy is Grant McCaslin. Well, that was uh, the north other Texas. one. Can it? Can I? Can, I, can I, you got your chance? I'm just you saying. It. You blew it. I he wish I had
1: a mute that. button for you. I wish I had a mute button for goodness. Like, wait, wait. There's a mute like button. Like we're talking about somebody mean.
2: who never interrupts and doesn't <laughs> isn't. Long-winded. Come
3: on. Okay. Uh, if it were RC, yeah, I'd let him. McCullum, I, I, I McCullum, wouldn't throw. If you ask guys, these clinic guys, or anybody about offensive basketball, and and everybody says like it ain't that complex, but man, they play good ball. Really, really, really good ball. Um, so that's one. Grant McCaslin. Great energy, good program. They've done an excellent job in North Texas. I would expect him to be in the Big 12 or in the SEC very, very soon. Um out West, uh I saw Rick Roy's team play last night. They didn't play particularly well against Long Beach State. Long Beach State better. Yeah. Um Mons is, Mons is a, little, a little hot seat, new A D, whatever, but they're good. Yeah, he was, then the he league. got off it. Then he's probably They won the right. league last year. they he's 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 fine. They're good. Uh, but Rick Croy is at he, he was Citrus Junior College. He's a Randy Randy Bennett guy. He's done a very good job at at Cal Baptist taking a program D two to D one. Um, Nico MedBed we haven't mentioned. Yeah, you good know? call. Good call. He's I mean he and Linder and then you know um, I don't Leon I think it has to be Washington. That's got to be Leon Rice's job. That's yeah. probably the only one he moves for because Boise's awesome, right? Awesome job. Uh, there really needs to be redone, but the practicality's is nice and his, kids, his boys both play there. Those are, those are all, you know, solid, solid dudes. And, um, um, I, I think, I think that you're going to see, I think you're starting to see uh, you're, we're already starting to kind of feel this turnover, right? Like, have we stopped to think that Duke has a new head coach for the first time since the Carter administration? Like that's crazy. Yeah. Duke, Carolina, Indiana's turned over, right? Illinois. Syracuse eventually will turn over, we think at some point. So a change is in fact inevitable.
1: All right. I got I got one last one I want to mention. That's Robert Jones at Norfolk State. I don't think this guy ever gets yeah, enough attention. He's won three of the last four MEAC titles. He's been two in the last two NCAA tournaments. And it is uh borderline impossible for guys that have that level of success to get out of the HBCU rank. So I want to give him a shout out. He also, fun fact was a, a promoter for 50 cent back when 50 cent was like G unit in the early days. in like 2000, I I
3: saw 50 cent with my daughter in Israel this summer. (laughs) He's still,
1: he's still performing.
3: Oh yeah. He went on a tour. He was, um, he was about a two fifty, not 50 cent, but (laughs) 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 he he was, he was, Put on a few of
4: me and living good. Oh, Oh, man. Eating (laughs)
3: good. He's and, good. And I mean, with like, look, that. you get shot nine times and you, you get gold records. You go eat, eat well. I don't blame that, right? Yeah, no. I don't blame I him either,
1: blame man. You. But that that is a perfect way to wrap up the hot seat show. Uh, this has been the Field of 68 After Dark. Make sure you check out the Field of 68 daily. Make sure you check out the Almanac. And make sure you look below Field of 68shop The link is down there. You can get that, uh, that Friars Lucky shirt. The luckiest team in America, Goodman. The luckiest team. So for Doug Otley, for Randolph Childress for Jeff Goodman, for our producer Trevor who has uh, stuck with us for an hour and 20 minutes. My name is Rob Dosser this has been The Field of 68 After Dark